0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. Joe at RT.ie, 51551, text David Walsh is in Kildare. David, have you had your lunch? I have, Joe. Were you tempted to open... The how old is that t- that can you have in front of you? The the the, the can of all day breakfast, Joe. Yeah. Uh, the expiry date on it was August two thousand and nine. Okay. Do you know when you bought it? Well, I was trying to remember when I got it, and I was I I, I had some um, recollection of uh, back in two thousand and eight, just before the country went into recession. I was in Lidl's or Aldi's or somewhere, and they had can- uh, they had. Uh, Slabs of baked beans, 24 slabs. Okay. And I bought two slabs of baked beans, and I think I bought them at the same time. And, uh, and what, were you, what were you... I know, you, were you worried about the upcoming recession? Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Sorry? Okay, okay. So I remember bringing them home, the kids saying, where are you going with all the beans? And I said, lads, there's going to be a recession. And uh, I, I showed them the, the cans of... Uh, I said, look, here's a, here, here'll be a treat. I said, someday this could be a treat for us. I said, uh, an all-day breakfast. And uh, so it's still, the, the can of all day breakfast uh, is still in, 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 in the press at home. And it's made by Hungry Breaks. And what's in it? What's in uh, the there's, can? There's, uh, what it says on the can, it says eggs, sausages, bacon, beans and mushrooms. I, yeah. Uh, it's been sitting in the press, like I say, since probably 2008. And my, my, uh, my son, Alan, went to New York to work in New York in, in uh, 2013. Yeah. And he comes home every Christmas. And it has become a tradition now at this stage that uh, uh, I have to go into Nolan's Butchers in Kilcullen on the day before he comes home to get sausages, Nolan sausages and, and, and pudding and stuff. So he comes home anyway and we'll have the breakfast and then he'll check to see that the can of uh, all-day breakfast is still in the, is still in the press. And yeah. it's, 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 you mentioned it's, sausages, beans, mushrooms and egg. What form does the egg take in this can? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So why? <laughs> a, so why, why? Why won't you open it? Uh, well, it's it's it probably because I don't know. It's probably um, because I'm a hoarder of, of okay. some type. Because beside us, right, there's also a, a, a box of Marafat peas. Ah, bachelor's Marafat peas. Now you can still get and them, but they're in the plastic bag. They're in a plastic bag and they're they're soak free now, Joe. You don't need to. I know, put you, the, but yeah, but you can see you can also get them with the with the baking soda tablet. I only did oh, them last you? weekend. Oh yeah. Now, but right. the only thing is, can you get the original Marafat peas? Which I think was it Mattersons or Mastersons? No, 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 no. It was it was Bachelors in a Thai. Bachelors ah, in no, a Thai no, produced the, the Marafats. No, I right? think I think Mattersons in Limerick were the famous Marafat before. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. Is Madison still there? I'll send you on a picture, Joe. I'll send you on a picture of it. Oh, I don't doubt. I don't doubt that. Um, but they, I, the, the box of Marifats expired in May 2004. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So they're still in the press. But uh, I was trying to remember where I got them. And then I remembered we went to a goose club. We ever had a goose club, Joe? No, tell us. No, no, it's, no. It's kind of like um, uh, it was on in Kilbury School back in, in around 2000. And so it's kind of like um, kind of like a big raffle. Local people mm-hmm. send in bottles of whiskey or bottles of okay. out of date bottles of Baileys or whatever. But bachelors in a tie had sent in a number of uh, hampers, right? Oh, very good. And there was beans and there was peas and whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
So in it as well, there was a, there was a box of a couple of boxes of Marifat peas, and the the, the box of Marifat peas has followed us through three houses. Would you believe wow. that? Through three houses, and it's it's still it's still in the press, along with along with right, yeah. just to show what a hoarder I am. A friend, a friend, a friend of ours went to work in Finland back in in two thousand and three, okay. and uh, Colm sent me um, at Christmas uh, two thousand and three. He sent me a can of reindeer soup, right? Okay. Uh, and was that deer? Oh, was that deer? Uh, was it deer? <laughs> yeah, it was reindeer, Joe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it it's uh, called Poro Kitu. Porokitu, that's the, the the Finnish pronunciation of reindeer soup. I checked that up on Google this morning. But he sent me that in, 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 in uh, December 2003 with an expiry date on it of December 2005. So that's still there. But would but, you, uh, let me, let me, would you be, if God forbid, we were all apocalypse now, we're all told to stay indoors. Okay? Yeah. Like the, like the scenario in the Prophet song, you know, Paul, Paul's, Paul's book that won the, um, Yes, Paul Lynch yes, yeah. won, the, won the Booker Prize. Yeah. Where we all, and there's a, sh- well, there's a shortage of food one day, but food arrives the next day in Clemainham or something. But um, if we were all stuck in Prophet Song, would you open the can of all day breakfast? Well, if, if we were stuck, Joe, can't you, can't you just see the gourmet meal that we'd have? But I think. We'd have reindeer it? soup. Yeah. We'd have finished reindeer soup, porokito, right? Followed by. All day breakfast okay. and marifat peas. What more could you ask for? But uh, I'm my. I suppose my wider question is: How long does food last? Uh, sorry, how long does food remain edible in a can? Because do you remember there was a time when everything was in a can? We used to buy. Do you remember squeeze orange juice? Yeah. Also, yeah. also yeah. produced by bachelors, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, there, that's gone. I think. Well, it's gone in the in the. It used to be in a can, a tin. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, because they had the uh, the facility up in Banner Road and Cabra to make um, thing. Uh, somebody uh, to make uh, to can orange juice. Somebody said, uh, "What happened?" I'm reading here now. What happened? The Denny's steak and kidney pie. Has anyone got a Denny's steak and kidney pie? This again was in a tin. Lovely. Loved them. A circular Loved them. tin. You put the yeah. tin unopened. Into no, the, uh, uh, no, no! You had to open the tin, Joe. Oh, otherwise, God, otherwise the puff pastry at the top it wouldn't crisp up. I thought, ah, you, no. I, but no, I thought you, you put the, you put it, left it in the oven for about twenty minutes. Then you took it out and took off the lid. I could be uh, wrong. I could uh, be wrong. I could be you, wrong. You, you didn't spend enough time in the kitchen, Joe. Yeah, I see, you didn't I spend enough time in the kitchen. My, my mother used Too to much time me, at the table. Yeah, my mother used to call me "Born the Pots." Born the Pots. <laughs> Apparently, you can get cheeseburgers in a can. Yes, you get chicken. You get a full chicken in a can. Did you know that's in the States? Full chickens in cans. And do you cook it in the can? Uh, no, I think you'd probably take it out of the can. It's not really wise to cook things with the can closed. Maybe just well, open conde- it a little con- bit. Well, condensed milk. Don't but, you throw but, the can of condensed milk into a pot of boiling water and let it bubble away. Obviously, you let it cool down and it comes out as toffee. That's right, Yeah. Okay, there's a, apparently somebody saying in the States you can get PB&J in a can, and that is peanut butter and jelly, as you know. PB&J. Yeah. And that's called a candwich. Very nice. Okay, you can get pancake mix in the can. Now you can get the, the uh, croissant pastry. It's not exactly a can, but it's a tube, and you, you unfurl it, 
and then you get the shapes of the, the pastry in the croissant shape and you throw them in the oven. You can get haggis in a can, you can get smoked rattlesnake in a can, believe it or not. Well, you're right, you can get whole, whole chicken. A company called Sweet Sue has managed to stuff, pardon the pun, an entire chicken into a can. It's a very big can, though. Yeah, I say so. Yeah. Or it's a very small chicken. It's said to taste <laughs> mostly like chicken, as most things do, although it's a bit on the salty side. Canned quail eggs are cooked. I'll say that might be nice. They're cooked, peeled, and ready for eating, if you're brave enough. The eggs, the canned quail eggs, are a popular commodity in Taiwan and available in the USA as a gourmet food option. And I just wonder, because I was looking at it, there's two of them now at the top of Cable Street. Um, you know these food food shops now that specialise in Brazilian food, Polish food, Portuguese food, uh, African food, whatever. And yeah. I just, I, I rambled into one of them, and it's a few months ago, and I just wonder, is there anything in those shops any any product from those countries that that will catch on here, or are we just so set in our ways with the potatoes and the marifat peas and the hairy bacon? Are we? Well, I suppose I haven't I haven't been in. I, I sometimes if I'm in if I'm in Dublin, I go to the uh, to the Asia supermarket there oh, on Front Hill yeah. Road, um, yeah. which is a fabulous fabulous shop, and uh, they do, still, yeah, but they still have cans of Mirinda. Yeah. Do you remember Mirinda, yeah. Joe? You can get Mirinda in, in that shop. Um, but they have lots of... They always pick up something. Now, they've picked up a few bits that weren't that really to the Irish palace. But, you know, there's lots of, lots of strange stuff out there. But I, I contend that I have the oldest can or the oldest packet of uh, Marifat peas in the country. Can anybody get a, have a, an give me older the, one? Give me the date again in the Marifat. May 2004 was the expiry date on it. Oh and I know yeah. I got them in 2000. Nearly 20. So, okay. So 23, 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And okay, stay, stay there, stay there. Uh, Joe at rt.ie, 51551 text. Tony and Monaghan, Tony. Joe, how you doing? Is you're it, you're bringing, bringing back happy memories here, yeah. so you are. I have to back you up 100%. Matheson's Marathat page. The bachelors were only for the lads that had deep pockets. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. ordinary folk had to live in Matheson's. And Matheson's were a Limerick company. They were, yeah. They were yeah. founded around 1820, 27 years before the famine by an Englishman called John Russell. And he apparently had developed a baking curing method, which he had developed in Berwick-upon-Tweed. And he was, he was uh, Russell was often credited with curing the first of the renowned Limerick hams. So Limerick hams are very famous. And then he went into business with a fellow called Joseph Matterson. Matterson. And soon expanded uh, Parnell Street, exporting... Uh, hams especially on Limerick liners the sh the, these ships were owned by a co-op of Limerick merchants why that's forward thinking and obviously during the famine the company suffered as the pig population collapsed due to the shortage of potatoes the staple at the time for the pig obviously and under Messrs Joseph and William Matterson the sons of the founder of the company they introduced modern techniques Ice process enabled the curing to be carried on the hottest summer. And by the 1890s, God, they're flying now at this stage, well over 130 years ago. But by the 1890s, they moved a bacon curing factory to Rocha Street in Limerick, along with all other monster bacon uh, factories. They encouraged people to breed a better quality of pig. Did you know that? 
Tony. We have a better quality. I, did, I, I didn't have that level of knowledge. Yeah, we, 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 I we, we, pigs were top quality. No, we, we now, we, the, the, the pigs we have now went uh, went through Trinity College. We have a better quality <laughs> pig. Okay. <laughs> I take your word for Trinity for the winners. But my and mother was a great one for a but wait for this, Mattersons of Limerick, do they still exist? Does the name still exist on any product? They, they were exporting to Britain, Europe, India, South Africa and other far-flown countries. They, they, uh, then they moved over and built a baking as well, built an extra baking curing factory in Waterford. And then they went into Limerick Brawn, never heard of it, peas, which they sourced locally, and the sauces, uh, sauces, canned goods and meats. Wow, that's an incredible company. And they're gone, aren't they? That would be I a pity because gone. they also exported to Monaghan, Joe. Oh, did they? Oh, God, that's God. I thought, <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were taking their life in their hands exporting to Taiwan, but they went to, they went to Monaghan as well, did they? Indeed they did. <laughs> they ceased, that's probably in 1984 because they ceased operations in 1985. Believe yeah, it. Where's Eamon, Eamon Mullins? What have you got in your freezer there from when and will you take a bite out of it for me? <laughs> Joe, I'm not going to take a bite out of it, but okay. it's a piece of our wedding cake from 1987. My mother made it, God rest ah. her, and uh, we have it in the bottom of the freezer and now I'm terrified. Terrified of what? Your I'm, mother? If, if I take, uh, no, if I take it out, if I take it out, something might go wrong with the, the, the marriage, you know, so I have to leave okay. it in there. So the cake, yeah, so. The, the marriage has lasted and the cake has lasted. The cake has lasted. I'm afraid okay. I'm doing nothing with it now, you know, just in case. And, and we're, we're still in love. And she, I think she loves me. And I hope she loves me. But, and, um, uh, but you, know, you know, these days, some of the weddings last yeah. longer. Some of the weddings last longer than the marriages. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we, no, we had, uh, uh, you know, it was, it's down in the bottom of the freezer. It's transferred from house to house, freezer to freezer. I don't think I'd even chance eating it now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I just leave it there. There's a big, wedding, know, so. a big wedding on in Clontarf tomorrow. Orla and Harvey, best of luck, Orla and Harvey. You'll have a great day. You deserve it. You're two fantastic, fantastic people. And uh, congratulations. And I hope tomorrow uh, goes well. It will go well. You've put so much work into it yourself and all the and Harvey and all the bridesmaids. Well done. That's Orla and Harvey getting married tomorrow. I'm getting emotional now. Um, so, did, so the, the, will you ever, Eamon, in Wexford, yeah. would you ever eat the wedding cake? Probably not, Joe. Okay. I just hold on to it. I it's just hold on to it. It's a good luck charm. And what's 46 years old, is no. it? No, no, no. 87, so what are we talking about? Oh, 13 and 23, 36. Yeah. And 28. 24, 37, 38, yeah. 38. And is, is no, that, is that October. Th- but, Eamon, was that a thing people used to do? Would they no. keep uh, for, for <laughs> luck or for... I, I just thought I'd keep it to the first anniversary and that became the second anniversary and the third anniversary and then I kept, uh, yeah, yeah, I kept on and on and on. You know, so. okay. Would you, if, if David, who started this conversation in Kildare yeah. there, not too far from you, if he said to you, I'm willing for your next wedding anniversary to send you the can of the all-day breakfast with sausages, rashers, beans, egg, yeah. egg and mushrooms in it, well, I don't like any show, but I'll try the beans and, and uh, all-day <laughs> breakfast. I'd love an all-day breakfast. Now, it is nearly 20 years old, the can. Well, my wedding cake is longer, you see. That's it's true. You can, have that for, you can have that for afters. Yeah, we could slice it a little <laughs> bit of it off and well, have you, it for afters, yeah. If you, if you were eating, <laughs> if I say if you went through the all-day breakfast tin uh, 
you'd be you'd be celebrating your laughter sitting on sitting on the sitting on the downstairs bathroom. <laughs> Because I say the all day breakfast out of a can that's 20 years old will go through you quicker. <laughs> Where is Charles? Charles, Charles. Hello, Joe. Uh, yes, Charles, go ahead. You were talking about tins. Yeah. Um, I remember reading one time that uh, when the Korean War started, the, uh, the Americans War, weren't yeah. quite. Yeah. yeah. The American um, uh, forces weren't quite ready f- with supplies. Okay. So they had tins. They had tins of food left over from the Second World War, so they sent them out to the troops. And, of course, the labels had fallen off the, la- off the oh, tins. Okay, yeah. so, so the joke was, like, when you opened the tin, you didn't know what you were going to have. <laughs> it was a lucky dip. It was, really, yeah. So, and then uh, you see, the other thing, and, and, uh, who mentioned earlier, uh, David mentioned the goose. What did you call it, the goose day or something? A goose club. Goose, goose club, club, sorry. Yeah. And yeah. whenever people are collecting food for hampers or the local Vincent de Paul, everyone always hands out a can, don't they? At least one can yeah. of something. I could do that, couldn't I? Yeah. That's an idea next next Christmas. I could could donate the can of all-day breakfast. And if you want to... Eamon is in Wexford. He's saying that they've kept the wedding cake, a bit of the wedding cake in the freezer. Is there any traditions like that around Kildare, David? Or keeping the wedding cake? Yeah, or just uh, uh, peccadillos, for example. About two weeks ago, I met a fella in Dublin. This is true, now bear with me. (laughs) And he said to me, you know the old gag, what's the, what's the difference between Northsiders in Dublin and Southsiders in Dublin? And you know there's gags about the solicitor and the suit and all this carry on. He said, yeah, no, yeah. this is... He said, Northsiders open their windows, okay, on a regular basis. Southsiders will not open their windows. Then someone else joined in the conversation and they said, what's the difference between airing your bed and you know when you strip the beds of a Monday yeah. and you air the bed? Uh, she she joined in and said, "You air the bed in Cork. When they strip the beds of a Monday, they take the mattress off the bed and they stand it up against the wall and open the windows." I've never heard of that in any other part of the country. So there's different things that go on. I've never heard of keeping the wedding cake in the freezer to keep the mar- keep the marriage alive. But that's what that's what that's what well, no, it, does. it wasn't done deliberately. It was just oh, done I know that. I know that. But now, now accidentally. You, but now you're you're afraid to break the taboo, aren't you? You're afraid uh, to yeah, yeah, exactly. You're afraid to tempt fate. Where's to Kilkenny now, Catherine McGrath? Now yes. this this whole and now, Catherine, I'm reading what you say and I ju- what you're about to say, and I really want to thank you most sincerely for what you're about to say. I think it is momentous. I think it is really important. It's given me a lift on what's been a very, very sad few days in the building, so to speak. And um, Catherine, uh, would you dispute through me what David said about the Denny steak and kidney pie in a can, in a tin? Okay, I used to go up to my grandmother in Tipperary for the summer. Yeah. And lo and behold, this particular day, we were out picking apples in the orchard, and she put in a steak and kidney pie oh, into the oven. In in the in the can, in the in the round can. Oh yes, yeah, never lovely, pierced yeah. it or touched ah, the lid. Are you listening to David? Are you listening, Dave? Keep going, Catherine. <laughs> so, lo and behold, it was lucky we were outside picking uh, wind-blown apples off the trees. <laughs> and when we came in, my God, what? there was an explosion oh, no. in the kitchen. And it was a jubilee cooker oh. with a cast iron door. 
And it was blown off the cooker. By what? (laughs) By what? By the tin exploding. By the den. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Then I'm wrong. I thought I was right. I'm wrong. Absolutely, Joe. It's For once, yeah. Well, someone, someone, sort of a miracle that you're wrong. Well, someone, <laughs> <laughs> it's a day. It's I a day. should take a kill Teddy woman. It's true for you. Uh, they've, so, they've all become very contrite in our tea. They're all, they're all <laughs> apologising. <laughs> saying sorry. That's what we're good. We go round tipping our little hats. Uh, sorry, sorry. How are you keeping? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I didn't. If, you, if well, I'm just. I'm asking somebody now in a controlled environment. If you had, I think Frey Bentos still do steak and kidney pie. I think you can get them in Lidl or whatever, or the pound shops or the Euro deals or whatever, uh, or deals. Um, does it say, will you, will you read off, re- read the back, and how, how does it suggest you should prepare the steak and kidney pie? Does it strongly recommend you open the can? Of Frey Bentos steak and kidney pie, though I don't think you could ever beat the Denny steak and kidney pie because it was Irish steak and Irish kidneys. Those were the days. Any other little tradition, food yeah. traditions where you were from, Catherine? Uh, like, did, I presume you had a turkey. You, you had a turkey at Christmas uh, or goose, maybe. Would you keep? Would you? Would you have a pig that you'd fatten for the year? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, and the local butcher would come and kill it in the yard and oh. put it up on the loader of the tractor and lead it and. The mother used to make the puddings out of the blood. <laughs> of course, yeah. and were you were you allowed to watch, Catherine? No. Could you could you hear? God help us. Now. Well, could you hear the look could out you, the window? I know, but could you hear the squeals of the poor pig? <laughs> no, I have a good well, memory, but it's not that good. <laughs> okay. My my twin brother and myself were reared a pig one time in a little shed at the back. Okay. And we were only about eight or nine or ten, and we knew yes. exactly where that pig was going. And uh, we fattened him up, and my father, sla- well, no, he didn't slaughter him, the butcher slaughtered him, and we got half, and the butcher got half. Okay, and, but did you not grow attached to the pig as the two of you were rearing the poor little well, pig? Well, he, he was basically, uh, he was basically called Henry the First because we thought there would be a Henry the Second and a Henry the Third and a Henry okay. the Fourth. But there was never any Henry the Second. Well, thank it was just God, Henry well, the first. Um, Thank God he wasn't Henry VIII who would have beheaded all of you, but you beheaded the poor pig. Yeah, well, I, I was only young at the time. We went off and I came back half uh, on the table. So. Uh. And we Joe, just for, just for your information, Joe, according to Sainsbury's UK, Thanks. it yes. says the following. Uh, regarding Frey Bentis steak and kidney pie, 425 grams. Place opened can on a baking uh, tray, pop okay. in the centre and raise it open. Bake for 30 yes, minutes or until crust has risen and is golden brown. Like I told okay. you, I'd say... Oh, you're, you're determined. Look, you're part but, of the... But the problem is, the Joe, old, yeah, you were part. quite happy to eat, eat, eat it with kind of uncooked crust. <laughs> Anybody who eats coddle would eat, would eat a steak and kidney pie without yeah, the crust okay, price. Okay, you know? okay. Are you determined to do me in after the week we've had? <laughs> you're determined to do me down. Do me down. Oh, poor Joe. Catherine, good to meet him all good. David Walsh, uh, thank you so much. Tony and Monaghan, Eamon Mullins. Catherine, before you go, and I'm asking you, but I'll ask the lads as well, this whole thing, did you ever hear of certain certain houses that would open the windows and other houses that would never hear tell of opening a window? No. No. Which I was told was the difference between north side and south side. Dublin. Catherine, did you ever hear of, of when people stripped the beds 
to do the wash on a Monday or whatever. Now, some people do it much, much uh, less frequently. Did you ever hear of somebody standing up the mattress against the wall, opening the window to air the mattress, Catherine? I did. Ah, you see, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And the people, do, do people <laughs> yeah. still do that? That was a peculiar... Catherine, I don't know. Well, I don't at this stage. I know that, I know that. I, I know do that. turn the mattress. Oh, do you? Every so often. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know people still do that. Yeah. You turn on the mattress or you turn the mattress? <laughs> oh, both. <laughs> turn the mattress. Turn the mattress. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Catherine, Catherine McGrath. Um, thanks indeed. Uh, David Walsh in Kildare, Catherine's in Kilkenny, Donny's in Monaghan, Eamon was in uh, Wexford, and Charles, I think, was in uh, Kildare. Joe at rt.ie. 51551 is the text number. And uh, please, please contact us. Where is Matterson's gone? Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 Okay, okay, okay. It's funny Friday at this stage. Paul Connaughton, Paul in Galway. Joe, how are you? What is, what is your beef, so to speak? It's not in a can anyway. No, definitely not. No, but it is, no, but it, is it, it is metal. It is, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. It is, yeah. Um, what I've noticed in the last few months, well, particularly since Christmas, is the number of all types of vehicles driving around with their number plates completely mucked up from muck off the road. And I think uh, this could cause cause a, a problem. For example, yeah. somebody somebody with number plates all mucked up like that that could drive away from hit and run, mm-hmm. scene of a crime. God forbid. Scene of a crime. Yeah, um, the, the possibility of them being caught with the go safe and I said they won't they couldn't they can't be because the number plate is oh, just isn't true. visible. Oh, that's true. And I said they could drive through the tolls so, tolls so, bridge there on the M fifty without being detected. So it's so they're doing it deliberately. Well I'm not too sure they're doing it deliberately but Well if you look at look at all the Bennett tolls all went up since the first yeah. of January there wasn't a Twitter of protest from the Irish motors once more. No, the Irish motors no. are like a pinata a pinata. Take it on the chin again. Take it, take get, it on a, the chin. get another whack from revenue. Now the toll, yeah, the, wolf, yeah. the VRT, the license, the insurance, yeah. the petrol, the diesel, even the the charge, the ESB charges went up. But anyway, neither here nor there. I think. Why? Why? Why do you not think it is deliberate? If you're going to, you won't have to pay the tolls, which are extortionate. Well, if well, you well, well, the reason I'm not saying it's deliberate because down in, in the west of Ireland, um, you have to pay at the barrier when you go to it. You know, there's, there's no yeah. cameras. So, but you, on the M50, like you get, I'd say you get away well, with it. You fly through, know? yeah. You fly yeah, through. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's on the more serious note. And, you yeah, know, yeah, of course. You could yeah. hit and run, scene of a crime, oh, you know. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I, I they're on, it's on a, unbelievable the number of vehicles of all types that's driving around. With the well, I'd, 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 I'd say to people, up. let's do a quick a quick poll. People sitting in cars now listening to Liveline. I don't know how we like, we count the number. Do you know whether your reg is visible or not, your reg plate? And I'd say the vast majority of people are saying, actually, I don't. No, I, Correct? I, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you. But they don't know 
They're, but they're doing. They're not doing it out of any malfeasance, or no, 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 no. no but uh, it, it, it's um, it's important, you know. And I'll just tell you a funny story. Yeah, many, but, uh, many years but Paul, ago. But Paul, can I take another step from you? You're saying reg numbers are important because of accidents, especially. Good God forbid. Well, accidents but, or but, crimes, or you know. Yeah, but there's there's people flying around on e-scooters. Oh, I know that. Doing 40k, doing 40k down the pedestrianised Cable Street this morning, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah pedestrianised Cable Street. The only thing on it is it's a racetrack for e-scooters from Brereton's yeah. down as far as Romano's. And um, they've no reg plate. No, I agree with they you. They don't, yeah. we, we, because the country we, we live in, they don't have to carry ID. We don't have the infrastructure for those things. Just don't. Yeah. But I, can I tell you the quick, uh, quick story? Um, yeah. When I bought, I was a young fellow, when I bought my first car, I decided to be a little bit cool and I went away and I got these two fancy number plates done up, you know. You don't oh, see them yeah, 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 of course. And within a week, I was pulled in by a guard, the patrol car, and told to have them removed yeah. and bring the car to the station within the next three days yeah, to show new, that I had done so. Because, yeah, so. because you had changed the, the typeface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think but, that's uh, my, uh, but my number of players was still visible, like you know. Yeah, not, but it has to be. It has to be in a certain typeface where that the state have decided is visible. Yeah, and we yeah. are, we are the worst country in the world for crimes against typography. We really are. Yeah, yeah, Uppercase, yeah, yeah. lowercase, all messed up, mixed oh, up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's um it's 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 upsetting. It's upsetting. Yeah, and I yeah, say yeah. fair play to that guard who spot who spotted it. Now I know what you're saying. Well, okay, I check your when you're stopped. Obviously, don't do it. Don't do it while you're driving. When you're stopped, check your check your reg plate. And if it is dirty, you were obliged. By the way, you're obliged yeah. according to revenue. Uh, to have a clean number plate. And if you don't, you could be fined. Wait for this, Paul. You could yeah. be fined up to €5,000. Yeah, that's true. But how many how, how many people are ever fined those those large fines? I don't know. The name I, I of the... Yeah. Also, Revenue say, the name of the county of registration on your uh, car registration plate must be Osgeilge. For example, Bollyarty. Right, yeah, the name of the county. I yeah. didn't. I yeah. didn't know that. The EU <laughs> flag and the letters IRL. Yeah. Is, can you still get IRL coffee? I R E L coffee. You used to get that during the Second World War. In the, by the By the way, the Joe, even though I, I wasn't there. No, just let me finish this. Sorry, Paul. My yeah, fault. Don't forget. On. Don't forget what you're going to say. The name, the letters IRL and EU must be placed on the left-hand side of the plate. The flag must show must show twelve gold stars in a circle, with the letters IRL and white underneath. All on a blue. Re- oh, it's very, it's very um, yeah. uh, a oh, blue reflected. Yeah. No other numbers, letters, marks, jokes, uh, greetings to lovers should appear on your registration plate. Now, what else? What are we going to tell me, Paul? Uh, just uh, that I have a, a, a box, an old box of Saxa salt in my press. Okay. I can't remember when, when I bought it. No, no, it's not. It's not full. There's only some left in it. But I decided to keep it as a kind of a. And a sax, sax, you can still buy sax. sax. Can, can you still buy sax? You still buy. Brand, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You can't either. buy anything it's, with Matters, Mattersons on it. We talk. But this is a, this is an old an old paper type box. Oh, I love them. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great, great. Oh, no, you can still buy. Uh, Saxa Saxa salt. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. no a Saxa salt Irish. I don't know. No, they were the an Irish, were the an Irish company. You know, they chef were an Irish company, and yeah, they did yeah, the ketchup yeah. and the sauce, and then there was a, 
what was it Woodward's uh, up in Parnell Street they did a lot of uh, canned foods as well the salad cream mm. the, the sauce then there was wire sauce but that's Yorkshire relish isn't it mm, but we yeah. prefer chef and especially since Paul McGrath started advertising it ok Paul do you think it's common as you drive on a given day do you think a dirty reg plate is common Oh, they're all over the place. They're all over the okay. place. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. Now, did you hear the other trick? No, I'm not getting. I'm not giving away any secrets here, because um, I was listening to some. I don't know, it was some program the other evening, and it said, if you want to avoid paying tolls, we're not advocating this now. Put cling film over your reg plate. Your reg plate is still visible on the vehicle right. to the guard eye, but it's right. not visible on the vehicle for the uh, CCTV on the on the toll roads when you fly, especially the M50 where you just keep going. Now, I'm not advocating yeah, sure. this. I'm not advocating yeah, this, Paul. You've started something now, Joe. Oh, no, there's enough trouble. We're in enough, we're in enough trouble okay, in here, for God's sake. Uh, okay, actually, Paul. You might as well go over the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Nerves are gone here the last few days, Paul. Uh, the the RT guide is available here on a Saturday, and we all sit around the the little prefab where it's delivered, and we all probably light a fire or whatever, and tell stories about Gayborn and and uh, Bal Vastable and all the, the. And we wait on the RT guide. The main reason we wait on the RT guide, we open it and we see are we here next week. Are we on next week? I see. I see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. By the way, by the way, I see. I see that. I see the brilliant um, Brian Dobson is leaving you. Ah, great, oh, great. Oh, gentleman. Sad to see him go. Sad to see him go. And he doesn't like. He's like a young fella. Dude, that's what you have to, I went around to him and I said, Brian, come on, what are you drinking? Can you share it? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's maintained his good looks, which he was yeah. a Brian Dobson was a broadcaster, Paul. When he was seventeen years of age, he was reading 30, the news in one of 37 the thirty-seven years and thirty-seven years in, in, in no, RT. RTE, and he's an innocent man. He's yeah, thirty-seven sure. years <laughs> for a crime he didn't commit. Um, yeah. But anyway, he'd be sadly missed because he is an absolute and total gentleman, an absolute and total, total gentleman, and a great, great servant here, so to speak. To uh, and, and, and my, uh, my other, my other hero okay. was going shortly, Jurgen Klopp. Oh, don't be talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you a story, yeah, pa- Paul. Because I think I have the reason why Jurgen Klopp uh, left. We're we're researching and doing a new series of the meaning of life. You know that TV series where you talk I do. To yeah, I watch it. Yeah, I watch good it. Stuff, good stuff. You're one. Of, you're one of the very few. <laughs> yeah. But then you know, I really one appreciate of, that. one of the three. No, it's great. It gets great stuff on a Sunday night. Anyway, on Christmas Day, I watched Jurgen Klopp with Dara from Monaghan. Did you yeah, see I've that piece? It. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Now. That I've I've I was really impressed with Dara and his family, but I was so impressed with Jurgen Klopp or Kloppo as he yeah, called himself. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. such a decent human. Now I know people who work with him, so to speak, and uh, they are so in awe of him. And in that yeah, yeah. in that video, I encourage people to get it on YouTube. Jurgen Klopp, Dara yeah. from Monaghan. In that video. Uh, Jorgen Klopp obviously gave a lot of time. He spoke to Dara, and Dara has uh, physical challenges in his life since he was mm-hmm. born. And yeah. but he never once referred to Dara's uh, difficulties. He spoke no. to Dara as if he was speaking to any other fourteen or fifteen-year-old. Brought him round, mm-hmm. and he just came. So anyway, story is Klopp. we were looking at this, and I said to the lads, "Will we have a go at? <laughs> it's gone now, I suspect. Will we have a go?" 
Will we have a go writing to Jurgen Klopp? Because he's going to come here. He mentioned in the video. They're going to be in the Europa Cup final at the end of May in yeah. Aviva. Well, it looks like yeah. they're going to be in it. And I said, it wouldn't be wonderful to get someone who's such a thoughtful, decent human being to sit down. Now, we have two chances, I'd say. So I said, <laughs> Darina, the researcher, Darina Mulvihill, wrote this brilliant letter about three weeks ago I put in, I painted a few cards for him and a few little bits and pieces and we did a little package <laughs> and we yeah. gave, we sent it to somebody who promised they would put it into the Jurgen Klopp's hand, basically asked him would he be the subject of the meaning of life. So obviously what's happened is, I can give this as an excuse, Jurgen Klopp opened that package probably a few days ago because that would have been at the right time and he said, oh, what's this? This is from uh, RTE, never heard of him. Joe Duffy, never heard of him. Um, meaning of life. Oh, hang on. Meaning of life is about talking about other things in life which are, which are not directly connected with your day-to-day profession. For example, Jorgen, in your case, you would not be asked, to, we would not ask you to talk about soccer. We would ask to talk about what keeps you going, what keeps your spiritual life going, if any. And Jorgen read that and said to himself, I have not got enough meaning in my life. So I'm going to step down from Liverpool. That's what I put it down to. <laughs> You're responsible for it, Joe. No, I have a lot of Liverpool fans in my uh, my community, I can tell you, and he is he is some man. He is some man. By the way, don't, for, don't forget that the Irish manager's job is still available. Oh, I know, that's true. Jorgen, come so on, might, come on. Jorgen, come on, is right. Yeah. He, is, he is so loved, isn't he? Yeah, well, he is, he is, yeah. And as he said himself, when he's, when he's going to be, when Liverpool are playing in the Aviva, hopefully in the Europa Cup final at the end of May, it'll be like a home game. It'll be like a yeah, home yeah, game. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think it was a surprise and it's a big loss, but I think um, he's opted to have much more meaning in his life oh, when, yeah. he re- when he read life our letter. Thanks, Paul. Life goes on. Okay, okay Joe. Life Take goes it. on. Got to meet him Paul. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. You thought nostalgia was a thing of the past. Well, it's not. Uh, John Carey. John, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you keeping? Good. You tell me you're in Limerick and you say Matterson sausages. They're still available, Joe. Yeah, you can get them in, in a lot of the supermarkets still. Yeah. But the brand, the brand name, <coughs> and I presume, you know, the, the ingredients that went into the sausages, the mix. Yeah. Would have been sold on. That was sold on in around the mid 80s, I think, Joe, when it closed down, you know. Oh, when did Matterson's go? <coughs> I think it went in 85. Okay. I'm and not quite sure. Okay. I worked there as a van boy myself. Oh, good man. In the 70s and the 80s. Um, great place to work. And was it a big but, employer? Um, it was a huge employer. Uh, all the bacon wow. factories in the were yeah, huge employers, yeah. you know. Um, you had <coughs> Shaw's, you had O'Mara's, Matterson's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all huge employers, all kind of family oriented, you know. Okay, and um, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people from the same families all worked there as butchers and wow, you know. And were they, reg- know, were they regarded as a good employer, John? Because oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at that stage, um, they, they were established in the eighteen twenties. That's correct. Yeah, I didn't know it was that far back. No, two hundred years ago, Mattersons, yeah. and they um, lasted nearly two hundred years. Yeah, it was it was a brilliant place to work. But then, um, when the open market came in, a lot of cheaper um, yeah, <coughs> meat yeah. starts coming in. Um, the same as a lot of industries, you know, and it came, you know, 
it suffered the consequences because of okay. it, you know. And when you say you worked in Mattersons, did you retire from Mattersons or did you move to another job? I know. I, I was only a boy there, uh, Joe, in okay. vans, you know, wow. a helper in the vans. Um, right. I, I worked in, in the 70s and up to about the mid-80s, 82, and I <coughs> I left school then and I got a job kind of in a factory then after okay. that, you know. And, and John, was there a shop, was there a shop in Mattersons where you could buy product that was maybe a little bit damaged or whatever you know bachelors um, the bachelors no. used bachelors in banner road and cabaret had a shop which was only for workers okay and what you did okay. well we lived on it because my auntie rose worked there every friday you could go in you didn't stand there and say i want two tins of beans two tins of marijuana two tins of garden no you, you got a brown paper bag Okay. We'll maybe have eight or nine cans in it. The, some of the cans will be damaged. And there will be a mix of butter beans, beans. And that's we used to go to Cabaret every Sunday to get to collect our, our bachelor's beans or peas. Okay. It was lovely. But they had they sold them cheap in the shop, which was great. I presume yeah, other yeah. companies. Yeah. Other companies. Okay. Good to well, meet me. John, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd say that there was a lot of things kind of fell and had yeah. a bit of damage. Some, you know, oh, I know. That, kind of, um, <laughs> that were kind of um, given away yeah. then at yeah, the end yeah, of the day, yeah. you know. But I don't I don't recall any shop like that, there, Joe. Okay. I know Cleves and Coffee used to oh, have it all Cleves. Right? they gone yeah, as well. well. I know the name isn't they're gone. They're gone as well. Yeah. Oh, sorry? The name isn't gone. No, no, that's still available, but who makes it? No, I don't know. Yeah, probably made But it you, you have to go down there and get the bro- broken toffee and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, gorgeous, down gorgeous bank, toffee. Yeah. And the broken but toffee. I, I, before I go, Joe, there's one yeah. book around there. It's called Pigtown. Pigtown is what it's known locally as now. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of uh, things. It's well worth your while. Okay. You get, I'm trying to get my hands on it for 20 years, and the, or for 10 years, and I can't get it because it's out of print. And okay. there's a lot of family history inside it. But um, it's, it, if, if someone could come on, maybe a butcher from back then, I, I, the stories they could tell you would okay. be and there was, fantastic. There was a pig town in Limerick, a part of the city known as Pig Town. That's right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 wow. Yeah. Okay, okay, good to meet you, Mark, John Carey. Mick, the, uh, the Denny, uh, Joe, the Denny steak, I'm sorry I mentioned, the Denny steak and kidney tins, flat round, yeah. well, about two or three inches high, the width, the, the yeah. size, the size of a plate, basically. But, yeah, almost. Well, not for adults, but, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, my my, my uh, addendum to this story uh, goes back to the early 60s, really. Okay. Uh, it was uh, next door neighbour of ours. And, you know, we played football with them and all that. And it was in, the, yeah. in their house, obviously, several times. Okay. And I noticed that there was a collection, like about four or five um, Denny, Denny tins that yeah. had, had been obviously uh, used up and probably you know, washed out. Yeah. And uh, and used as actu- as plates. I don't believe it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they'd so and they another Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, no, just saying uh, on a, just just to prove the point in a sense, uh they also drank Buff Label tea, which is the ch- the cheapest Yeah, Lions Buff tea, Label. Yeah. Lions Buff Label, yeah, which is probably the, that, the yeah. cheapest yeah, then there was mauve, and then there was, I think, green or something. Green, yeah. But, and then, yeah, yeah. And then the red, so, I think, yeah. was the more expensive one. But Mick, yeah. there was two ways of opening the Denny Steak and Kidney Pie yeah. uh, tin, the roundy tin. Yeah. One, if you had the old-fashioned cutter um, tin opener, but that would leave a serrated edge, and then you got the new windy-up 
Remember the windy yeah. up? It was a silly. Yeah, but they I gave do, you a yeah. clean edge. I presume they used a windy up opener if they're going to yeah, use yeah. the tins as plates. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, yeah. I never saw them use it, but like I suspect because we had them in our house. Yeah, uh, I don't yeah. mean the plates. Now we were we were lucky in that respect, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, we often saw my mum open them with the with the the classic yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. opener, you know. And uh, you know, obviously, we weren't getting them; they were just in the yeah. gone into the trash. But, um, but why yeah, I, 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 yeah, I assume that they, that they were sort of crimped or something. You know, the sharp yeah. edges on them yeah. or whatever. Stay there, Mick. Um, Stay there, Mick, because I'm now yeah. baffled by another question, which will probably never be answered in my lifetime. Stella Sheehan. Stella, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Hello, Joe. Okay. Have you got it in your hands, Stella? Yes. Okay, that's good. That's a good start. Now, you have, yeah. I'm told, you have a De- Denny steak and kidney pie from yeah. what year? Uh, 2001 is the expiry. So it's celebrating its 23rd birthday. Something like that, yeah. Okay, now. Uh, but it says, what, what I rang up is oh, it yes. says in large yes. letters on the back um, that, uh, sorry, no, let's just turn it over. Oh, yes. Okay, turn it over. Important, remove lid before baking because, like, oh, if, you, if you didn't, it would explode. And uh, Yeah, but I'm wondering, why was it sold like that? Was it, was it before it got to the shop, so to speak? Was it, was it cooked in an oven in the factory in that can? Oh, no, me? no, everything, everything inside is raw. So what? It's raw, it's raw meat and raw pastry, and it has to be fully okay. cooked in, the, in your oven. Yeah. Okay. And, you and said... I suppose, I suppose the can, you know, it would have to be airtight. So. Okay. Good point. Now, to keep it fresh, it would expand. Yeah. Keep it fresh. Very good. Yeah. Now, can you explain, Stella, to the to the jury? Can you explain <laughs> what you were doing in possession of a Denny steak and kidney pie that's nearly 24 years old? Uh, well, I tell you, the family had, um, for a lot of years, a little corner shop. Yeah, great. Sort of slash news yeah. agents. And um, the, the, the lady who was actually running it was taken ill and it had to close suddenly. So okay. there was stock left. Okay. And we used, we used most of it, but you know, the, odd thing, the odd thing never got used. But why? And so that's and that's of, why it's still hanging around. Would you? Would you, in the presence of a doctor, a priest, a paramedic, <laughs> a paramedic, and an, an ambulance with the engine running, would you? <laughs> would you cook the steak and kidney pie and take a few bites out of it? Well, I tell you, I have it here in my hand. Yes. And the can is absolutely perfect. Pristine. There's no. Yeah. 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 There's nothing wrong with it. So. I mean, when I tell you, like, if I was hungry, I definitely you would. You see, fair play. And that, because it's completely airtight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, now, do yeah. you still, can you still get steak and kidney pies in a can? I don't think so, no. Okay. I don't. Uh, it's, it's not something I've gone looking for, but I don't think so. Okay, and have you because anything, uh, yes? I, like, I think nowadays things are kind of for fast Food, you know, yeah, course, and this yeah. wouldn't be because you have to you have to put it in the oven. And how long it. how long do I have to put the second kidney pie in the oven after take the after take the lid off and use it as a frisbee? Oh God, <laughs> uh, half I don't an know. hour? Would a half an hour for oh, it? Would, I'd say half to course of an hour. Yeah, yeah, okay. something like that. And did you yeah. ever hear Stella what Mick has just revealed? Where he lived, not him now, but where he lived, they um they used the empty steak and kidney pie tins as plates. No, no, I heard him say that. I never heard of I it. I never even read that in Angela's Ashes, did you? 
no, no, no. And if anyone, if anyone, if anyone used it as plates, uh, it would have been the McCourt to Limerick, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I would think so, yeah. <laughs> I would definitely think so, yeah. And I don't know if you saw there, but I also have a couple of Frey Bentoff steak and kidney oh, pies. Oh, very good. But they're, they're so old that there's actually no expiry date because I think these came out before expiry dates were invented. And now those cans look a bit iffy, so I'd be very slow to chance them, to be honest. Okay. But the Denny's ones still look perfect. And you see, if if there was any any piercing, no matter how minuscule oh, yes. of the can, you would you would you would soon see the using and the mould or whatever. So so your Denny's steak and kidney pie is twenty four years old that you have in your hand as we speak. Just rub your yeah. hand round it, and there's little ridges on the top, but there's no leakage, is there? There's no, and there's no, um, you know, the, the metal still looks fresh. There's yeah. no signs of any kind of kind of rust or anything, you okay. know. Okay, and you're still willing, if there's a festive occasion, you're still willing <laughs> to have a go. I would be, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, well invite us all down for the opening. <laughs> I will. <laughs> you know me, I turn up I turn up the opening of a day at any steak and kidney pie. Okay, Stella Stella, thank you so much. Back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And we're moving on from 2001 a steak and kidney odyssey to um where is Joyce Dowling? Joyce, what are you looking for? Oh, well, Joe, how are you? I'm grand, I'm grand. Good. I'm starving. Well, I'm, I'm starving. Yes? Yeah, we will be after this. Oh. I'm looking for cans of crushed pineapple. Crushed pineapple? Now, if you can locate cans of crushed pineapple for me, I'll make you the nicest Christmas cake you've ever had in your life. With pineapple in it? Oh, it's so good, Joe. My mum is dead 20 years and it's her recipe and we still do it. What did she die? I've eaten a Christmas cake with pineapple (laughs) in it. (laughs) Don't start me laughing, right? (laughs) Where in the name of God did you get the, 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 uh, you added a crushed pineapple to the makings of a Christmas cake? I'm not joking, Joe. There's not one body that I've ever made it for that didn't enjoy it. It even goes to Texas in the United States. And why can't you buy a pineapple and crush it yourself, Joyce? Because it's not the same, Joe. I've tried everything. Okay. So crush now pineapple. I can actually go. Yes. Yeah, I can actually go up north and get it. But why should I? If they could, imp- I could get it here. But is crushed pineapple not pineapple juice? No. The shreds Joe, are still at the I'm shreds. I'm not joking. I know. I'm I know not you're joking. not. I know you're not. Hear me. If you, if you like cherries, I'll put cherries in. If yeah. you don't, I won't. Okay. And you, you say everyone has tasted the pineapple Christmas cake. Yes. Goes mad. And for goes, birthdays. And for birthdays. Okay. And it, I yeah. presume it adds an, an incredible amount of sweetness. Oh, no, Joe. Honestly, you've, you, you just feel die for it. My poor okay. mom, like you said. God love her. And you, um, and you, no, have, and you have to keep it for a year to mature. No, you don't, but okay. you feed it every so often with an L drop of alcohol. Anything ah. you have in the house, sherry, vodka, gin, whatever Methyl- you have. Methylated spirits, anything at all. Well, throw, if you like that. Throw, throw it in, throw it in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And what so else, you, have you any other recipes that you use unusual ingredients in, Joyce? Speak well, freely. I use that 
also, well, there's another recipe for that that came from Texas, and it's a Mexican wedding cake. Okay. What's, what's... And you used crushed pineapple. Ah. And you top it with cream cheese, old Joe. Are you Just serious? Delicious. Are you serious? Oh, I'm deadly serious. You top it with so cream you cheese. Yep, and that is quite sweet now, I must say, but it's very, very good. I'm told, we, <laughs> we, we, mentioned, we mentioned Cleves Toffee earlier on. Um, Cleves, oh, yeah, Cleves Toffee. And you see, Cleves Toffee, there used to be a, a brilliant reporter here in the early days of television called Brian Cleve, and he was a member of that Limerick family. Anyway, Cleves Toffee is under the stewardship of Wilton Candy. I don't know who's sending me this. Wilton Candy in Newbridge, and they also continue to make one of my favourite macaroon bars. Macaroon oh, love bar. them. I um, remember them well, Joe. Yeah, and I just want to say to Wilton Candy in Newbridge, under no circumstances are you allowed send us in under the new legislation and the new the new deals and the new protocols. You cannot Wilton Candy in Newbridge, a fantastic company. You must not, under any circumstances, send us in a box of macaroon bars to Live Line, Stage Seven, RTE Dublin Four. Do not, do not, because we get into trouble. And if you are sending it, please wrap it in brown paper. Now, where's yeah. <laughs> where's and you can swap me for a slice of <laughs> cake, and slice. I'll, I'll have a macaroon bar. Okay. Yeah, good idea, Joe. God bless you, Joe. Have you any, have any of that cake in your house now? Uh, well, no, but the last of it went only last week. Can you believe it? Ah, well, that's fine. But you're saying, is there anywhere in Ireland where I can buy crushed pineapple in a can? Yes. In the Republic? In the Republic. You, can I tell you a secret? Yes. A local centre of ours, now yeah. I'm not saying where, or Great even where shops. I am. Yeah. Yeah got in a tray of a thing called pineapple crush okay it's identical i've gone a million times they don't even know where they got it i bought them all okay but they don't know where they got it joyce given that given that you're um revealing secrets can i ask you a question okay. go on when you're when you're shopping i know it was the other yeah. day in the supermarket sure, you know you on. know when you buy the loose veg loose broccoli loose carrots loose whatever i do and you weigh them. I do. And you put them in the... But you get the sticker out of the little machine. I saw someone the other day. Right? Yeah. They bought two heads of broccoli. And, right. And they pulled off the stalks and left the stem, which people, a lot of people don't eat. They left the stem or the stalk. You know, the thick stem. They left God, that behind. I saw behind. a woman doing that myself you in see, little. It's endemic. Ah, oh, The country has gone Shocking hat. stuff. Shocking. Shocking, yeah. shocking. <laughs> so you get me the pineapple <laughs> and I'll make you a cake. How I can't that? wait. Okay, that's a deal. Thanks, thanks indeed, jo- Joyce Dowling. Martin Hegarty is contact because the lads were talking. Who were the lads earlier talking about? Hello, rare, rare. hello, Joe. Go ahead. What, 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 what did you rare? Joe, we, we uh, friends of ours, Tony and Mary, had a pet lamb, which years ago in the country was quite fairly common. Okay. Often sometimes a yo would have three lambs and maybe they'd rare one, but they had a lamb and he was our pet as well, because I often fed him, John the Lamb, they called him. Okay. And John got so so uh, confident about travelling, he'd sit in the back of the car with his head out the window going to town. Brilliant. And he'd also, he'd also... Um, well, I fed him so often, and he would also, if you bent down, puck you in the backside if ah. you got in the wrong place. And did he live? But I did just, he, uh, the only thing I can remember at the end of this of the whole yeah. situation was 
Tony and I came home from town one day and Mary had a big fry ready for us. Oh, no. And she said to us, um, oh, the fry is ready. And I said, God, Jesus, I said, Mary, that liver is lovely. Oh, she said, that's John the Lamb uh, now. He got a, <laughs> and he got, he got the lamb. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> he got the lamb chop. And did you eat I the liver? Exactly did, you, did you eat John's liver? Yes, I did. And what did it? I did. What did it? You'd know it was lovely. You'd know qualms. Lovely. No, no <laughs> And you weren't, like Martin, you weren't desperate for food or anything. You weren't stranded in the Andes oh, after a plane crash. No, but where I, you'd I, eat I anything. love my fry, you know. <laughs> and do you think, John... I, you know, that's, that's, that's true. That's, I know, that's I believe true. you, I believe true. you. But I wonder, Martin, did John the Lamb... Well, because he was so well looked after in the family, yeah. group, used to go out in the car, fed, I presume you fed yeah. him with, with a yeah. bottle. Did John the lamb, had he a little bit of a, an arrogant air about him with, with the other lambs? He said, I'm, you're all for the chop, but I'm not. But he got his comeuppance. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Did you watch? Just ask me that again. With John the lamb, what? John the lamb, who was the pet lamb. Yes. Okay. He must have known other lambs outside the door. You follow me? No, he didn't. That's just it, you see. He was on his own in the garden, and oh. he he wasn't. He had no he had no connections except the children. So he had. He, but he also had no idea what was ahead of him. <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> but Thanks you, a million, Joe. But you laughed it up. God bless you, Martin Hegarty okay. in uh, Tipperary. Cathy Tully is in uh, Meath. Cathy, what are you looking at now? Spare me. <laughs> I'm looking at a. A fray bent off minced beef and onion pie. Oh, lovely. Say it again. M- mince. Minced beef and onion. Okay. No kidney. Yeah. No kidney. No, no. We decided not to go for the kidney one. We okay. bought it in Super Value in Old Castle at okay. Christmas. Why? So, oh, we just thought, we just remembered um, as a child, I would have been. Um, ah. My father loved them. So yeah. we had a lot of them. So you, bought, well, we to, you saw them at Christmas and you said, we'll buy one for old time's sake. For nostalgia, yes, yes. It was, um, and have you I eat, remembered... Um, hmm? Have you eaten it yet? No, we haven't eaten it. We've got until 2025 to eat it. Wow. <laughs> so, and, but you remember eating them when you were, when you were looking at I your remember, dad. I remember my dad getting them yeah. and we, we, would, um, we would scrape out the ends of, of the tin. Scrape out the bottom. Scrape out the oh, bottom in, in and the, the leftovers. In the corner, in the leftovers. In the corner with a spoon. The crispy. Exactly. Oh, yes. It yes. was lovely. Yes. It was lovely at the time. Yeah. Will you? So, will you? Will you eat it? I'd say we will when we're yeah, desperate. Yeah. Yeah. And is your <laughs> is your dad still with us? No, he's he's passed away. He's passed away. And um, we should oh. not. I'm, I'm, I'm not being. Well, I, I'm, I'm being serious. Would you would you would you open it and cook it and put it in the oven, take the lid off, put it in the oven on his anniversary or his birthday or something? We we might do that. Yeah, we just, might do that. No, it just with memories of him. Yeah, and the other thing you'll get the aroma, Cathy, and that'll bring back loads of Absolutely. stuff as well. Okay. Well done, Frey. Absolutely. Frey Bentos. I knew it was brother yeah. Charlie Bentos. Okay, Cathy Tully, Patrick <laughs> O'Brien. Patrick. Yes, Joe. What's what's going on in your head now? Well, it's a double dose of nostalgia. It started okay. with the first thing. Uh, I was uh, knocking around in Kilkenny when I was young. We used to go camping. Yeah. And the first thing one of the group would be tasked to do was to acquire uh, a steak and kidney pie. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, we would get a campfire oh, going. Oh, brilliant. Open the steak and kidney pie ah. around the top, but not completely. Oh, not completely. Bend okay. the okay. lid back, bend the lid back and twist it on itself, and yeah. bingo, you had a frying pan. Exactly, and you, well, could, you could cook the steak and kidney you pie. You cook the steak and kidney yeah. pie, yeah, on, on the open fire. Yeah. And then when you had that eaten, the steak and kidney pie uh, tin was used as a frying pan for the rest of the company. Very good, very good. Yeah, and, and the, sec- the second nostalgia was uh, okay. a relation of one of the guys, I, I can't remember who so long ago, was Tanga um, uh, Cleave, Brian Cleave's daughter. Okay. Oh, Brian Cleave's so, daughter. Okay. Yeah. And they so, were. And did you uh, know you can still get the Cleaves brand? Now, I don't know what, the, but I think yeah, the, I did. Yeah, I think the yeah, macaroon yeah. bar is lovely. I don't know what the time. I, I, I haven't had the macaroon bar, but I've seen the Cleaves in a local in our local oh, okay. um, uh, petrol station, home convenience shop. Yeah. And you used to be, able to, get, used to, be able to get a pay, get a halfpenny for two sweets. Anyway, I'm like, Eamon the late well, great Eamon Macamash at this stage. I wouldn't like to be back there, no, but they were neither, good. <laughs> neither would I, and I, I get annoyed when people get dewy-eyed for the good old days, and then yeah. they, they forget about polio and TB and everything else. Oh, yeah, God. I had Bad. the polio myself when I was young. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, and I was lucky. Um, I, I got very sick with diphtheria and everything else, so yeah. I ended up being in bed for months. And wow. apparently most of the damage to the muscles is done after you get up after the polio yeah. and start moving again. And do you still so, do, you, do you still know? Do you still notice? Does it still have an effect on your, your leg? Uh, well, I'm suffering at the moment from a bit of uh, septic arthritis and I think oh, it might have a bit of a hang-up on that. But the mm-hmm. people beside me, the uh, next-door neighbour uh, ended up in a wheelchair. Yeah. The person living at the back of me died. Yeah. And when I was in uh, secondary school, yeah. there were three people in the class, uh, apart from myself, that had the polio yeah, on I the know. mark of it as well, twisted spines. And same, when I was, same, and same in my class in Ballyfair, where there was a great a great lad, I hope he's still with us, called G- Git or Gagdon, we used to call him, and he had polio, but he was a fantastic swimmer, Patrick. Yeah, well, the, the therapy pool. is... Yes. Yeah. But yeah. people forget, now I guarantee my... Children, they're not listening to their way. But anyone, uh, my children's age, in their 28, 29, they wouldn't have a clue what we're talking about in polio. No, no. They wouldn't have a clue. Um, I, I tell you, Joe, when I hear anti-vaxxers, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, lose yeah. their heads. Uh, yeah, so you're right. if, if you went through what yeah. I and myself <laughs> and yeah. our generation went yeah. through, you take a vaccine. And the vaccine then for polio uh, was the sugar cube with the sugar drop. Sugar, the salt, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Pat, I'm, just, I'm, uh, one, I'm sorry to hear. I'm one, sorry to hear about the arthritis. By the way, it's oh look, uh, I'm sure I, when okay. I go to the GPs, every second person <laughs> is with a <the laughs> stick. You know. But uh, there, there's one other thing, Joe, that came up there. You know the people with the tins. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a great uh, fan of conspiracy theories. Oh, good man. Yeah. And um, one of them is that the Franklin <laughs> expedition to the yes. North Pole. Yes. To find it the other way around, and they all disappeared. Three oh. ships full of men were lost. I remember, but apparently, eat, they eat their own one boots. of the sponsors. Yes. No one. One of the sponsors was a newly formed okay. um, food company. 
that yeah. had gave them tins of food. Ah. And the soldering on the tins went, ah. and they all died of botulism. Ah. <laughs> so was f- don't be encouraging people <laughs> okay. to open those tins. <laughs> be careful, okay. But was a Franklin, <laughs> was a Franklin exhibition not where they, they, they ate their own boots? They apparently, yeah. yeah they're, 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 well, I'd say I'm they just suck. going on one of the conspiracy yeah. theories. That it was sponsored by a food company who developed a new type of food in a can and the can killed them all. The cans, the, the, solder, the soldering on the cans was faulty. But the conspiracy was that it never came out afterwards that this, these people had supplied the, okay. the provisions okay. to, the, to the expedition. So they, were, <laughs> yeah. they were killed by yeah. the sponsor. They were killed by the sponsor, <laughs> but the sponsor then looked the other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Okay, got to meet a at Patrick. That's Patrick O'Brien, no, Joe no, at no, RT.ie. Thanks for doing the nostalgia trip, Joe. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> Joe at RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe at RT. Malcolm Kit, what food have you got? <laughs> well, uh, Joe, good afternoon to you. Yeah. I have uh, a piece of the Queen's wedding cake that was given to my mother, uh, who was uh, Sergeant Major in the ATS uh, oh. on the 11th of November 1947 as a guard of honour. She stood. So it is actually from the late Queen Elizabeth's wedding is, cake when she married Philip in November 1947. Correct, correct it is. And uh, I and still have it with me. And uh, I, what condition, I what condition is it in? <laughs> it's a little powdery, but uh, I think one could do a DNA test on it and you'd get the recipe, I think. <laughs> and so you think it's still edible. And is there anything to indicate its provenance? Uh, no, nothing. <laughs> well, can you prove, I'm saying, can you prove it is from the Queen's wedding? Oh, I can, I can. It is. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, the photographs have been sent to you. Okay. And, uh, and uh, I have them made it in my hand uh, with the labels and uh, all the bits and pieces that go with it and the photographs okay. to go with it well, as hold, well. Well, hold on to it. That's a little piece of history in itself. Welcome. Uh, Good to meet you. Where is Jackie? Thank you. Jackie, thank you. Yeah. Welcome. What did you find? <laughs> Hi, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, we were doing some renovations in our house and we found a packet of potato, cheese and onion crisps and it just says 18p. So I've always been curious to see how old it is. And uh, it says the 24th of October, but I can't actually read the ah. year. But 18p must be quite old. It's probably from the late 80s or the early 90s, yeah, I think. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Would you, would but you... it's whole, like it's, uh, there's still crisps in it and everything, which but is it, just but crazy. But is there still, is there still, air, is there still air in it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's there is. It's not forced. Yeah. No, okay, no, okay. it's 100%. So I'd love to be able to donate okay, it to some okay. kind of a food, food science, if, okay. it, if you know anybody. Yeah, okay, that's, that's <laughs> out there now. Jackie, Betty Mitchell. Betty, you have a bar, oh. of, you have a bar of soap from when? 19, uh, not, 1913. In Dublin City in 
19, and, and does it say 19, it must say 1913 on it. No, it doesn't. I, I, think, it's, I think it is later. But what mm. happened, I got in touch with Colgate, Palmolive and Surrey. Okay, quickly, they, yeah. And I told them the story, and they sent me the most beautiful magazine. Yeah. And so, Joe, it's still in its wrapper. Okay. so that's from 19, and you know what happened in Dublin in 19, the boss was rich, the poor were slayed, the women were walking, the children hungry, and then came on Larkin like a mighty wave, the great Jim Larkin. And do you know, Betty, that today is 150th, anniversary of the birth of the great Jim Larkin and there's a great event on in Liberty Hall tonight Sabine Higgins Donald Fannell loads of other performers in Liberty Hall in Dublin to mark it and uh, n- members of the Breslin family Aoife and that who are relatives of Jim Larkin that's on in um, in, in Liberty Hall and I am, I've did it a few, few times I'm still looking for and asking people especially in America to write to their local university has anyone got a recording because I've never found one of the voice of Jim Larkin, of the voice of Jim Larkin. Um, but anyway, we, we, we keep it going. But today is the 150th uh, anniversary. Um, okay, Betty, hold, will, you, will you use that snow, soap? I still presume it's, it smells beautifully. Joe, it still smells as fresh as the day it was bought. And it, I got told, uh, they sent me the most marvellous magazine from Colgate. And it's got all the history of all the different people who used okay. palm soap, the okay. quince and the nine. I would say it's more 1930s than 1913. Yeah. But it's but absolutely go- It's a large bar of bath soap and says 3D on it. Okay. No, d- I looked for a date. I gave them the history. Uh, but I wouldn't... Okay. Well, I was hoping to play the song in Dublin City in 1913. The boss was rich. Take it away, Christy. And the poor were slaves. The workman to when the bossman thundered. 70 hours was their weekly chore. They asked for little and less was granted. Less little granted. They'd ask for more. But on came Larkin in 1914 A labour man with a mighty tongue The voice of labour, the voice of justice And he was gifted, and he was young On sound today, Dave Gibson, research Richie Burns Series producer, Annette Egan and Ray Darcy is next He raised the war car and gave 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie 